News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. We've introduced health labelling on alcohol. It's time to do the same for junk food. That's the call from Dr. Catherine Conlon, former Director of Human Health and Nutrition at Safe Food. Uh, Catherine was writing in the Irish Examiner today. Uh, to, for more on this, we're joined by Dr. Margaret Steele from the School of Public Health, University College Cork. Uh, Margaret, do you agree with Catherine's call? Uh, broadly, I do, yeah. I think that giving people more information so that they can choose what they want to buy is always better. Um, I think we maybe need to be just a little bit careful about the ultra-processed food or, you know, so-called junk food because there's going to have to be a lot of discussions about what counts as junk food and I'd imagine that would take quite a long time to get everybody on the same page and because experts don't all agree on which foods are the most dangerous. But broadly, I think absolutely the more information that we can give to people and to parents and carers buying for other people, the better. Yeah, it's happened. Um, uh, Catherine's piece in the examiner today is very interesting. It's, it's she, She's writing that it happened in Chile. Uh, they, they introduced it in 2016. Uh, and she says it had a huge impact on the impact on the purchase of uh, processed foods in, in that country? Yeah, there, I mean, there definitely is clear evidence that labelling has an impact. It does, you know, it gives people more information and it gives them, particularly if it's a label that you can easily glance at the packet so you don't have to get out your magnifying glass and go to the back and, you know, start looking up on your phone what this ingredient is. If it's very simple, it's, it's on the front of the pack. If it's very clear and you can just glance and see in the case of chili, I think it's like a little warning box specifically on certain kinds of foods. But, you know, there's other options too. You have things like traffic light system where, you know, you'll see the green, red, orange on the different key um, nutrients. Or you can have, you know, other visual labels like the health star rating is another one. Something that people can just glance at and quickly get a sense of what it is they're eating. I think that's that's definitely something that the Irish government needs to be looking at making compulsory. Okay, we've been chatting about it uh, all morning here uh, on the show. Um, m- my co-host, Kira uh, Kelly, uh, Margaret, she was kind of saying instinctively she worries that we're having too many warnings uh, about things and that if we're constantly being warned about the dangers of everything... It's almost that we live in a state of permanent anxiety and, and instinctively, she said, like, fair enough, let's have information about calories and so on, but always having warnings about the dangers, the risks that are there is fundamentally unhealthy. Well, I think the problem with that is, I mean, if, if we were operating in a vacuum, if there was nothing else going on, if there were no other sources of information, yeah, sure, why would you worry people unnecessarily? But I suppose there's two things. First of all, I mean, we're not constantly getting warnings about everything, right? It's only specifically harmful products, things that there's a good evidential base for the claim that they are actually potentially harmful to you. So, like, if I go and buy oranges or something, there's not a label saying, by the way, this contains fructose. That's a form of sugar. Too much sugar is bad for you. It's only products that have a very, very high level of sugar that has been shown to be harmful. And the other thing is that we're operating in a an environment in which we're constantly being given the opposite of warnings. We're constantly being told how great these products are and how delicious they are and how, you know, they can fit into a balanced diet and there's no problem as long mm-hmm. as you just exercise a bit of willpower. So it's really, it's more 
about giving people the information to balance yeah. that constant push no, no, in the other direction. I, I, you know? I, I get that. I suppose the counter argument is we've warnings about weather, we've warnings about road safety, we've warnings about climate, we've warnings about pandemics, alcohol, tobacco, and now food. You know, th- but it's that's. I mean, in a way, it's ironic because one of the accusations that gets levelled when somebody suggests, like what Catherine Condon has suggested, that we could put food labels warning people, one of the things that gets said is, oh, that's nanny statism, that's protecting people, that's paternalism, you're acting like a parent when, you know, people should be free to make their own choices. And then doesn't that also apply that, like, if we say, oh, you shouldn't give people too many warnings because it's just going to upset them or make them anxious, that's treating people like children. Yeah. Right? We yeah, okay. that's, that's treating people as, like, oh, they're too vulnerable, they won't be able to process all the information. Actually, people are when they're given the appropriate information and when they're not bamboozled with um, all kinds of, you know, cleverly devised marketing, people are quite good at making the choices that okay. are best for uh, them. Margaret, so no, why not let them? Yeah, no, fair. Uh, loads of people getting in touch. Uh, I agree with Kira on the food labelling warnings. If I'm going to have a Big Mac or Whopper, I don't need to be told how many calories it has or that it may not be good for me. Likewise, for a large chicken roll from a centre or Super Value, which may have more calories. If eating out, the same applies. I don't need to have the chef fretting over how much butter he puts in his sauce. How about more education where it's needed? I know adults who don't know how to boil an egg. Uh, what, I mean, what do you make of that? I mean, people say that person saying, "If I'm going out, I'm going out. I don't really want to be bothered by what is in in, in and, and it's more about education is more important." Well, I mean, it seems to me that labelling foods, whether it's in a restaurant or in a shop, is a form of education, right? Like that's that that is a form of giving people the tools they need to make decisions. And the thing is, it's entirely possible to ignore these things. And part of what I think part of what the issue is, is that people have a lot of guilt and a lot of kind of moralizing wrapped up with their food choices. And so sometimes they might be feeling a little bit guilty about going out and having a treat. And really, we don't need to feel that way. You know, you're entitled to eat what you want to eat. And some a small amount of, you know, as they say, a little of what you fancy does you good. There's nothing wrong with going out and having a meal. And if the chef thinks the way to make it delicious is to put more butter in, go for it. You know, that's that's what we want chefs to do. We want okay. them to make stuff delicious. All right. But, yeah. you know, the information should be there for those who want it. Okay. Margaret Steele, Dr. Margaret Steele from the School of Public Health at University College Cork. Thank you so much for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.